0: Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go Bar Tenders! Your food needs refills! Harp on Sports, the bar podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe. All your platforms at Harp on Sports. Face access. What do we have in store for you on this episode? Well, it's like this. It's going to be college football heavy again as we now enter the final week of the regular season. We're there. We're at the final week of the regular season now. And or the, the season, I should say conference championship week is here. I think it's exciting. I look at these matchups. There's so much on the line. I can't think of the last time we got into a college football playoff scenario championship week where there's only one guaranteed spot. Georgia's in no matter what. I think everything else is up for grabs. So we're going to look at that. Also, we look at coaches now in college football, this chaos that we see, Lincoln Riley to SC, Billy Napier to Florida really doesn't surprise anybody. But what does Oklahoma do now? And do they go and snag somebody from another major program? Does this continue that cartwheel effect? So we're going to look at that as well. And also the Heisman hit. I I really believe at this point, there's somebody that should get the Heisman trophy that has come out of nowhere, plays in the Big Ten, and he's not a quarterback at Ohio State. So Bryce Young's in the driver's seat. He's probably going to win it. He shouldn't. We'll tell you who should coming up. So let's start off first with this college coaching chaos that we have. And, you know, I'm looking at this stuff. And Josh Heupel to USC. Okay. Or Josh Heupel to USC. Excuse me. Lincoln Riley to USC. I think Josh Heupel is who Oklahoma should target. He played there, almost won a Heisman there, should have won a Heisman there, won a national championship there, just took Tennessee to 7-5. and He's an Oklahoma kid. Josh Heupel makes sense to go to Oklahoma to replace Lincoln Riley now that Lincoln Riley's at SC. Will they do that? I don't know. Will that open up Tennessee? Then we'll we'll see what they do. But the whole angle of this with Lincoln Riley now to SC is that he's afraid because he can't win it in the SEC. He's scared of the SEC. It's too hard to win in the SEC. That's why he's leaving. Maybe. Or try this on for size. It's easier to win a national championship at Southern Cal. SEC fans are passionate. They love their teams. But they have such an inferiority complex, it's beyond me. SEC fans have the biggest inferiority complex of any fans in any sport. They're the greatest. If they're not the greatest, you better tell them they're the greatest. If not, they're going to tell you that they're the greatest. And... It's impossible to be great anywhere else without an easier path. Now, the fact of the matter is the SEC East is garbage. The SEC West is good. But even then, LSU just beat A&M. So 6-6 and Auburn just pushed Alabama to the limit. So, uh, look, that's fine. And do I think it's more difficult to win in the SEC? Yeah. You're recruiting the same area of the country. Now, it's a very, very vast oil well. But you're recruiting the same area of the country. So I've got a question for you. If it's, Oh, it's harder to win here. It's harder to win here. Well, if that's the case, then everybody should coach in the MAC because it's harder to win a national championship in the MAC than it is the SEC. You go to the SEC to have more resources, to have more money to make your job easier to be successful. So uh, sorry, I'm not going down this path. I'm just garbage that. Oh, he couldn't hack it here. He couldn't handle it in the SEC. That's why he's leaving or try it on precise that the USC jobs better than the Oklahoma job. Because it is the USC jobs, the best job in college football. You're in LA. You have your choice of what you want in California and you get to play in the pac 12. I mean, do we sit there and say that? Look, if, if Dabo Swinney left Clemson to go to USC, is it because he's scared of the ACC? What Lincoln Riley sees at Southern Cal is his opportunity to be the Dabo, Sweeney, and Clemson of the Pac-12. That's what he sees. That's why he's doing it. Plus, here's the other thing, too. Kind of in Bob Stoops' shadow, like Ryan Day's still a little bit Nirban Urban Meyer's shadow at Ohio State, so I can go to USC and build it on my own. It's my own thing. Plus, you're going to give me $100 million? I, look, gang. Loyalties change when you start moving the decil, decimal point around. When the comma starts to move around on a check, loyalty is cheap. So Lincoln Riley did the absolute right thing. Well, it's, he, he doesn't want to be in the sec cause it's harder. All right, fine. Then I better see you all w- walking to work tomorrow. Cause that's harder than driving. Why don't y'all quit your jobs and work on minimum wage harder to survive. This whole thing that people mock people for wanting to make their career an easier path, your job. So I can make more money in my job can be easier. Isn't that the goal? Build your own house with your own hands. Go go down to Lowe's, Home Depot, get a bunch of lumber. So you, want, you don't want to be in the SEC because it's harder. Go down to USC because it's easier out there. I got a question. When it's 20 degrees outside, do you run outside three miles or do you run inside on the treadmill? When you have to be somewhere, if you have to be at the airport and your flight leaves an hour, do you leave 30 minutes before the flight takes off just to see how hard you can make it? That's ridiculous. It is i will remember that the next time. I I want you all buying cars that are 30 years old, 40 years old, driving those around rather than new cars. Make it harder. Come on, make life harder for you. I want you to type up the next big thing you've got to do. Do your resume on a typewriter next time. It's harder. Mocking Lincoln Riley because he's going to the Pac-12 to coach SC because it's easier out there. It's easier out there. Every single one of us want an easier job that pays more money. It's a negative. Knock the AC out of your car. Turn the AC off. Next time it's 100 degrees out, turn the AC off. Drive around in 100 degree weather with the windows rolled up. It's harder. It's harder, to, it's harder to handle that. Turn the heat off in your house. Harder to sleep at night when it's 25 degrees inside. Just absurd. Theater of the absurd. So that's a good choice. If I were Oklahoma, I'd hire Josh Heupel. That's who I target. Oklahoma guy. Took us to a national championship. Proved that he went into Tennessee that was just a mess. Were they three and nine, four and eight last year, whatever they were. And he turned them around, and they're seven and five. And he's an Oklahoma guy. Come on, come on. He had UCF in a major bowl game. Right, lost to LSU, who'd go on to win the national title the next year. Josh Heupel's my guy. If I am Oklahoma. Florida hires Billy Napier. What do I know? Uh, he's got a quote that a bunch of Gator fans love. Scared money don't make money. Great. Well, he's a good recruiter. Okay. And he had back-to-back 10 win seasons at Louisiana. Looks like he's a good coach. He was on Nick Saban's staff. But I did see this job just chew up and spit out a guy that won 10 straight games for three straight years. I saw this job chew up and spit out a guy that won double-digit games at Colorado State. I saw this job chew up and spit out a guy that won national championships as a coordinator, was Texas's head coach in waiting, and he got fired. So do you think the guy that was the head coach at Louisiana? Ready for this? Oh, okay. Okay. It reminds me of Alabama fans wanting to hire Joe Kines, who was their coordinator, that took over after they what they canned Shula before they got Saban, because he had a funny voice. I love him. We need to hire him. Okay. Oh, his quote. It's awesome. I hope Billy Napier is successful, but what's interesting about him is he is not going to be a boisterous guy, and that's what they want. Dan Mullen was a boisterous guy. Said a lot of things. Jim McQuain wasn't a boisterous guy, but just was combative. Jim, Ma- uh, Will Muschamp was both. And now you got a guy that's going to be very buttoned up, polished. You know, I want to. I'd love to see Billy Napier succeed. The better Florida is, the better my job is. But I'm telling you, the, the angle that he was successful at Louisiana, so he's going to be successful at Florida because he can recruit the area. Okay. Type of X's and O's type of guy he is. Because that's what it boils down to. Oh, it's about recruiting. No, it's about coaching. And you're going to find that out. Nick Saban had better players than Auburn. They trailed the whole game. Why? Why? Because Brian Harsin out-coached him. Didn't he? Didn't Ed Orgeron just, didn't they out game plan and out coach A&M? A&M's got better players. This whole thing, everybody thinks if they have recruiting, they're going to be successful. It's the same thing. And you know this as well as I know this. If I gave you a million dollars and I gave a, another member of your family a million dollars, one of you would blow it. Giving a million dollars to two different people, you're not going to get the same outcome. You're just not. So, the way I look at this, and it's, it's it's, oh, once we get in the top five recruiting classes, we're going to be a shoe in to win. All right, A and M in the last four years has had three top five recruiting classes. These guys are all juniors. They went eight and four this year. They took a step back. Clemson, top five recruiting classes in each of the last five years. This year they went nine and three. Hmm. Ohio State, top five recruiting class, not going to be in the playoff. You can love recruiting and that's fine. You want better players. I get it. I get it. But to think that, oh, we're going to come in, we're going to have top five recruiting classes and he's going to recruit and Mullen couldn't recruit me. He'll, he'll probably be a better recruiter than Dan Mullen. I see the guy and Billy Napier is a very straightforward, very polished, very corporate guy. Wish him the best of luck. But success at Louisiana is different than success at Florida. He coached under Saban. Yeah, he was a wide receivers coach. Okay. Again, I think he'll do well, but you just fired a coach that won, went to three straight major bowl games. Just shoved the coach out. And I well, I know there's more to it than that. The Florida just canned a guy that won the Peach Bowl, followed by the Orange Bowl, followed by playing for an SEC championship and losing in the Cotton Bowl. And I understand his personality rubbed people the wrong way. I was the only one critical of the dude a year ago. The only one. The only one. The only one that was on the air that was critical of him. Is he was dressing up with Darth Vader? I'm like, you don't do that. Wanting to panic the swamp in the middle of a pandemic that's killing thousands of people? Said it was reckless. That's why I'm podcasting today and not on the radio. Facts. So I was the only one critical of the dude last year. And I'm sitting here telling you, you fire a coach, you go, he wins 10 games three years in a row. Oh, okay. Okay. Go do it. But if you think that's going to happen here in the next three years, not maybe five, six years down the road again. Now, you. if I look at like Lincoln Riley, looking at the rest of the, the landscape of college sports and college football, why would I want to be a part of a conference that's firing guys after one bad year when I go out to USC and be adored and make a hundred million dollars. And here's the other thing that people forget question. Where is it easier to do name image and likeness? L.A. or Norman? The game is changing right in front of people's eyes, and they don't even realize it. Where is it easier to do name, image, and likeness? Norman or L.A.? If you say Norman, Oklahoma, you're, yeah, well, there you go. All right, college football playoff. Uh, as we look at this, number one should be Georgia. Should be Georgia. Number one should be Georgia. Number two should be Michigan. Who's Alabama beating this year? I just saw Michigan beat Ohio State. Number two should be Michigan. Three, Alabama, fine. Although I can sit here and say Cincinnati has a better win than Alabama has. Don't they? Going into Notre Dame and winning, it's better than what Alabama's done this year. But fine. Alabama three, Cincinnati four, Oklahoma State five, Notre Dame six. That's what it should be. That's what it should be. I'm Okay, look, that, that's fine. I grew up a Notre Dame fan. Do I want to see him in the playoff? Of course I do. But I get it. They're back there at the bottom of the one-loss list, and they're not playing this weekend, which could benefit them or hurt them depending on what takes place. Notre Dame needs Oklahoma State to win. Actually, they don't. Notre Dame needs one of two things to happen. They need Iowa to win or they need Baylor to win. If Iowa or Baylor wins, if Iowa or Baylor wins, Notre Dame's going to be in the playoffs. But Alabama's not beating Georgia. No way. <laughs> no. Unless I see something that I haven't seen all year long. Alabama struggled for 54 minutes to score against Auburn. Now, do I think they'll score more against Georgia? Yeah. But look, Georgia's going to win that game by double digits. So Alabama's going to be out. Notre Dame needs Iowa or Baylor to win. The minute that happens, Notre Dame's in. You can complain all you want. Who else are you going to put in there? Ohio State didn't even win the division of their conference. And really... Who's going to be the sacrificial lamb for George anyway? Look. And here's what's funny about this. As I was looking through this, there's only one shoe in. Think about the debate we're having right now. Oh, my gosh. How does this work? And you want to expand it to 12? Do you know what your debate would be? Right now our debate is where does Notre Dame go? Where does Cincinnati go? Where does Oklahoma State? Oh, my gosh. Where does Michigan go? That's your debate. Do you know what? your? I went down and looked. If you go to 12, 10 through 15, just to give you the debate, here's what your debate would be today. What do we do with Michigan State and BYU in Utah? What do you do with Michigan State, Oregon, BYU, and Utah? That would be your debate. You tell me what's a better debate. Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, Michigan, Cincinnati, Alabama. Is that a a better debate, having that debate this weekend? Or is the better debate, what do we do with BYU? What do we do with Utah? Because that's what you're going to get if you go to twelve. And meanwhile, you got Wake Forest down there that's like 16, taking on Pitt, who's 17. So the ACC champ could be Wake Forest at 11-2, and two and they're out. And who knows what the world would look like with 12. It's going to go to 12 because you make more money doing 12. But anybody says 12 will be better. 12 will be better. Oh, well, So we're going to give Alabama a bye. Great. Alabama the bye. Play BYU in the second round. It'll be fun. Oh, we're going to give Georgia a bye. Oh, give Georgia by top four teams. Get by. It's great. Great. So the four best teams are going to get bys and going to get to sit around for two weeks and play what Houston. All right. Sounds like fun. Let's have that debate. That's what's going to be. And again, Georgia, one, Bama, two, or I, Michigan, two. I, well, you can, Georgia got to play Alabama, So it really doesn't matter. I, if I were voting Georgia, one, Michigan, two, Bama, three, Cincinnati, four, Oklahoma state, five, Notre Dame, six. And if Iowa or Baylor win, Notre Dame's going to go because Georgia's going to beat Alabama. I'm going to wrap with the Heisman. I'm going to end with the Heisman because everybody's pointing. You know, C.J. Stroud's not going to get to play this weekend, so C.J. Stroud's out. If he got to play, I think he'd win it. Would have won it because I think Ohio State would have destroyed Iowa. Um, I think Michigan's going to beat them too, but that's beside the point. Everybody, you know, it's it's probably. (sighs) I was looking at this. Bryce Young's odds are one to two. What's interesting about this is I've looked back over the course of the last few years. Uh, (laughs) Last year, as we hit this stage, um, the favorite wasn't. Who won it? Devonta Smith won it, right? And he wasn't the favorite going into championship weekend. He just, everybody looked around and goes, he's the best player in college football. So he ended up winning it. With Mac Jones, the odds, Kyle Trask, those guys were up there at the top. Trask played well. Jones played well, but Devonta Devonta Smith tore it up. And they're like, okay, well, look, he's the best player. He he wins it. So that's what happened last year. Two years ago, Joe Burrow was the best. Three years ago, everybody thought Tua Tunga Viola was going to win it. What happened? Well, Tua Tunga Viola got hurt. Jalen Hurts comes in. Was it Jalen Hurts that came in that year? That three years ago now? Comes in, leads... Alabama to a comeback win, and what happens? Well then you peel back and everybody's like okay well look who's really the better quarterback here. What did, what are we gonna do? Oh oh my gosh, look. Um, kinda got that kid at Oklahoma, right? I and mean, what are we going to do? Let's let's well, he's the best player, let's give it to him. That's what happened. Well, this year, I've seen enough. I don't have a Heisman vote. I don't. I should because I was looking at this Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan should win it. He's third odds wise now. Bryce Young's 1 to 2, CJ Stroud's 9 to 2, and Aiden Hutchinson 7 to 1. If I had a Heisman vote, Aiden Aiden Hutchinson would get it. Aiden Hutchinson is the best player in college football. Defensive lineman, Michigan. That's who should win the Heisman. And look, I think if Georgia dumps Alabama and Michigan beats Iowa and Hutchinson does to Iowa what he just did to Ohio State, he's going. Will he win it? It's it's a shame because it's such an offensive statistical award now. But Aiden Hutchinson should win the Heisman Trophy. That's who should get it. Jordan Davis? Yeah. I like Jordan Davis too. I do. But to me, Hutchinson would get it. He would. He's the best player in college football. Alabama will probably lose to Georgia 24 10. And Bryce Young will have 240 yards passing, a touchdown and two picks, and he'll win it. But here's your chance to give it to defensive player. Everybody talks about defensive player, defensive player. Here's your chance to you do it. There we go. Harp on sports, the bar podcast, audio media, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on sports on all of your platforms uh harponsports.com check it out as well and remember stay clean stay focused stay strong frankenstein have fun with your friends